Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. there. It's Jen Kirkman, host and only person on Having Funlessness with Jen Kirkman, the podcast, although sometimes I do have guests. Now, I haven't obviously had a guest during the quarantine, pandemic, shelter in place, whatever your favorite expression is, because I do a live show at the Hollywood Improv Lab once a month, and I interview people. And the last person I got to interview was Dana Carvey. And if you were a $10 a month subscriber to my Patreon, you get a one-hour bonus episode every month, including two 20-minute bonus episodes a month that are solo episodes where I talk about something that is going on in pop culture. Plus, you get a lot of of my unreleased stand-up that I taped on the road. So it's, it's it's a lot of bang for your buck. However, I thought I would play for you just a 10-minute clip of my conversation with Dana. Actually, we are talking about his predictions about coronavirus. He may have been a little off in his prediction. (laughs) Uh, We talk about therapy. This whole interview is over an hour long, and it's really wonderful. And I hope to bring you more like it once the world is up and running again. As of right now, the bonus one-hour episode every month is just another bonus episode of me. And, uh, you know, if I can get the sound quality to be good... We can get some other uh, celebs on the line and do some interviews. But uh, anyway, for now, enjoy this and hope you're having a great wherever and whenever this finds you. And again, you can join my Patreon at patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman. It is my only job during the pandemic. I will not be on tour, unfortunately. Will be canceling some dates, had to cancel some dates. So this is the best and only way to support me. Uh, Merch, books, none of that really hits my pocket. And I don't get paid per download for my Netflix special. So this is a real straight up business transaction. (laughs) You buy, I keep you laughing every week, or at least interested. Enjoy 10 minutes of my chat with Dana. This is like friends. No, no, it's interesting. My mom could not really had trouble dialing long distance. 
was nervous, could not drive on the freeway. Yes. She was very, you know, and my wife's very, very capable. So I didn't marry my mother. Oh, yes, and, and that's we'll be great. Right back. Thank you. He didn't. Ma- um, now, a couple more things before we go. You oh got, do they have any questions? No. They're not allowed to ask questions. Oh, yeah. They're people. They're just We're like in show business. I know. We could bring in a new crowd and finish. Are you, how afraid of you are, uh, are you afraid at all of coronavirus? I'm dead serious. Um, no. Seriously? No. Trump is literally saying it's not going to kill us, and <laughs> scientists are like, in four weeks it's a pandemic, and people won't be able to do like public things anymore. Yeah. And you're going to get on a plane. And I don't really um, – I was fine, fine right when it hit. I mean, I'm not going to like dick – dip my head in a vat of coronavirus, you know? But what about it? You have to go on an airplane in six months, and it's out there. It's people are dying a thousand a month. You uh, know, I don't really mind. I mean, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not really into, like, I got to be here for at least 100 more years. No, that's you know? true. That's if true. I'm taken out by coronavirus, that's kind of sexy. It is kind of cool. The only thing that sucks is a lot of other people have your same uh, obituary, minus the... Oh. SNL stuff, Well, I did a whole thing on the coronavirus for my friend David Spade last night. I went out as... I don't know who that is. He's David Spade. <laughs> the most eligible bachelor in Hollywood. No, he's in a very serious relationship. He is. David? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of. I don't know. I don't know the latest. Oh, he told you, me. He was oh, you know. Yeah. Okay. But I... Uh, Edit that out. Edit that out. That's where we, we met on that show. Oh, this is... We didn't even tell our fun but story. I, but I did Tony Montana again last oh, I, night. Oh, that's right. I saw it on Instagram. And I did it's it, uh, him talking about the coronavirus. Oh, my... Please. <laughs> the way it started is that they uh, eat an anteater. They eat an anteater with a, with a nose. They chop it up and fry it up like a little grill. <laughs> Olive oil, garlic, you know, two ninety nine for a half dozen. You chase it with a corona. I can't talk anymore. I'm... I get hungry, <laughs> so well, I, that's another iconic rhythm that I love. I don't know if it's not meant to be racial. It's it's Al Pacino. Oh, you're doing really, Al Pacino. Really yeah. bad, weird, incredibly rhythmic, cool Cuban accent. You know, I tell you about the origin, and David's going origin. What's that? Origin. I tell you how it started. The origin <laughs> with the coronavirus, but you're a Peter pandemic. So it's just a fun place to be rhythmically in your head a bit of a dynamic i like let's it. talk about rhythm but before that let's talk about how we met because you yes. know it is my podcast we met i mean i've known who you were forever and 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 chopping broccoli i want to get back to it is such a rhythm in that way uh we were both on i was a, a guest dumb on the lights on out, with David, on out with David Spade, yeah. which is still a thrill for me as well because i know yeah. you're uh his senior uh and so yeah, he's like I'm my giving you the proper respect first. And then yeah. also I love David Spade. And uh, so watching you guys growing up, I mean, uh, I can't even believe it. So I'm on the show, and then he's he's like, Dane is coming on, he's doing Tony Montana, and you came on and did this thing about Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was, please, g- just give me some, and then we'll get back to uh, it. Th- back in the, in the 80s, uh, comedians really went nuts for the movie Scarface. Um, I don't know if millennials have seen it, but it was such an opera. I don't know if my audience is mill- millennials hate me, by the way, so I don't think my audience is millennials. Okay. How many Gen X are here? Gen X. What's the age of Gen X? It's like 45 to 55. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. How range. many people are over 40 here? How, How many, many people are over 50? How many people are uh, 30 to 40? 
20 to 30? Oh, maybe they, some of them like Wow. It. But it's mainly Gen X. Yeah, and how many Zoomers? Two. Hmm. It was two. It's mainly 45s. So. 45s are great. So underrated records, underrated generation. Thank you. <laughs> oh, he laughed. Write that down. Comedians laugh in their heads. The, most, the funniest thing to me is when my friend's on stage as a comedian and goes all out, commits to a joke, and it plays the silence. Oh, it's amazing. That is the funniest thing. I There's love just no the, the swing and the miss and the fear in the eyes. Just went nobody who doesn't hilarious. do comedy, nobody who doesn't do comedy understands what we find delightful. Like I don't want to sit and watch someone doing well. I just want to watch my friend bombing and having an emotional reaction. Totally. The reason uh, the the phrase class clown is singular because if there were two of them, to class clowns, one class clown would kill the other one. That's We're very competitive. So continue, you, uh, well, see if they, Okay, this is a Cuban gentleman at a Thanksgiving dinner. Pasta yeah. sweet potatoes. I <laughs> <laughs> said he was like a gangster too though, it wasn't pasta, just that he was Pasta Cuban. sweet potatoes. I don't know why that's never not gotten a laugh. I have no idea why. I've done comedy for 50 years. <laughs> But pasta sweet potatoes. I like a sweet, I like a carry yam with a marshmallow on top on Thanksgiving, but you don't got a carry yam. So just fun. Just Do you know what I loved means about nothing. that? It's like a big hill and a big thing on a flight. When I was watching it, I remember thinking it's it's fun because I love Thanksgiving. It's a comforting holiday. Right. I I don't I I, I and this weird character. <laughs> Loves these candied yams and these sweet potatoes, right. but I know this year I'm not going to be in an environment on Thanksgiving that's fun, and so it's it's like fu it's fun for other people to hear a character doing a normal thing. There's a website called right. David Bowie Does Normal Things, yeah. and I think it's the closest. It's a visual. It's a closest to an impression that you could get, if that makes sense. It's it's him on a payphone or him writing something down. It's awesome. it's visual in that way, and it comforts you. I think that's what's kind of fun about it. Impressions is not just the rhythm, but imagining people doing normal things. Yeah, There's something kind of sweet about it. I, I think that it doesn't really work in big rooms, but uh, being very specific about something um, in an ornate way that's yeah. madness mm -hmm. would make my brain happy. Like part of the Tony Montana Thanksgiving dinner eventually gets really mad at the grandmother because I think she ate all the sweet potatoes. <laughs> And then he goes in this long tirade about, you know, I see you all the time, man. You like to eat? You like to eat. I look at you. You like to eat. You pick up a chocolate at Thanksgiving time. You stick your thumb in the back. You don't get a caramel. You put it right back in the goddamn box. <laughs> but then he shames her. He shames her about, you don't check out a guide. In a Whitman sampler on the lid inside is a guide, a corresponding list of what the candies are. You don't got to stick your thumb. You'll never check out a guy. You'll never check out a guy. And that, <laughs> the fact that that's a bit makes me really happy. I can't do it in like a 3,000-seat theater. They're not like, what? What's he saying? You'll never check out a guy. You could check out a guy, but you'll never check out a guy. Do you know what you said once, which I loved, is that all of your characters, like you're so sweet and jovial, but all of your characters are passive-aggressive and kind of mean. Yes. Which if, if, you, if everyone flips back quickly in their catalog of Dana Carvey characters, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, they're all. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, church lady's mean. Like, but is Definitely. Garth isn't mean, is he? Um, Garth is not mean. He's the one really sweet, loyal character I do. He's and I heard he's based on your brother. My brother, Brad. The rhythm is basically my brother, Brad, <laughs> who we could call him. He talks like this. Hi. 
And he's like a scientist or something. He is a scientist. That's why Garth had the tool belt in Wayne's world where he had a stun gun to get into the dance. So, you know, you guys must photographically memorize everything I've ever done. But, um, yeah, that was a rhythm. It was nice. But church is just very uh, also comforting in a way, just being very, you know, just sort of superior. Well, you know what? <laughs> well, 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 all you do is we. We took on, we took on some student debt. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, you don't have to say much. It's just that rhythm. Do you know what's, is it comforting that she is so secure in yes. her life? Yes, it's like Judge Judy or yes. something. Do like, I don't you wish it was that simple to be you? Everything's black and white. There's no apologies. Completely superior. Always yeah. on the attack. Well, well, well. <laughs> Our beer's getting warm and our fries are a little moldy. <laughs> but I think you're the most nuanced um, explanation ever of what comedy is. It's not people trying to be big and get laughs. It's, it's, it's actually, if there were no audience ever, you would be doing these voices in your room yes. alone mm -hmm. to comfort yourself because we're all going to die and it's fucking terrifying to be human. Yes. or no? It, yes. Okay. I would say absolutely. It's it's definitely uh, cathartic. But I know that I'm me. I mean, I'm not like a total schizophrenic around the house. But I will, you know, just get into a rhythm. Oh, of, yeah, you know. no, no. But I know what you – I'm yeah. just saying that, like, uh, there's something about comedy that I love that has nothing to do with performing. N yeah, it, It's totally. just something I get to think about in my private moments. Uh that makes me happy. Well, it makes it helps us survive. I mean, it's the, the old-fashioned sense of humor thing. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, darkness and light are very close. I like if I was told like I was gonna live forever, I'd start screaming. Oh, like I would oh, just have a panic attack. You're never gonna get to die. Are you kidding? Because to me, the being dead is just underrated. We've all been dead for trillions of years. You know. What does that mean exactly? Well, before you? you existed, did you ever? Oh, where right. were you during the Renaissance? Do you? you I was not here. And do and you? Yeah. That's what I hope death. That's Neither what I hope was I. I. And I don't. I don't miss that I wasn't there. That's what I hope death is like pre-birth, um, because I don't want there to be a consciousness. So when my mom would tuck me in at night, very Catholic, I would say, "What happens when we die?" And she thought she was comforting me. She would say, mm -hmm. "You're in heaven, but you know you then." It goes on and on and on and on and on and on. And I would just like panic, like. I don't want it to go on and on, if because what if I don't like it when well, I'm there? Well, there's two. If you if there's <laughs> now, if I could stay alive as me right now forever, yeah. I'd be so psyched. Right, if you could just be in, frozen in amber. I just feel like if you go there, there's only one or two options. Uh -huh. One is is that you're told what infinity is. You know, like a God could do anything could he make a rock so heavy he couldn't lift it like you would comprehend that and hold it in your mind but then right. you wouldn't be human that's you'd be, right. you'd be something else and maybe that'd be better that I might be know. fine but when people what? talk about past lives yeah uh, we you have to take them at their word because nobody actually has a memory of being conscious in these past lives mm -hmm. so uh to me it's not and i'm sorry if i'm offending someone's religion it doesn't make sense to me or is, is of interest to me I uh, would love to meet the person who was offended by that. Oh, I don't know. Somebody hey out man. there is offended. <laughs> I'm part gypsy <laughs> from the 12th century, and because you just said that, I'm offended. But, yeah. Okay, so you're comfortable with death, and yet you have anxiety. Do you find that 
counterintuitive. No, it's just bioevolutionary stuff. We're wired for all this shit. We're, we're probably going down. We're not going to – we will not survive social media. I'm not worried about coronavirus. I'm worried about <laughs> Instagram well, virus. Well, that's what – One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.